Welcome to this God-inspired message from Shofar Christian Church. Enjoy today's message. May you experience the presence of our Father and may you grow deeper in your relationship with Him. Guys, um, as I mentioned earlier, my name is my name is Hanu. As you probably now know, I'm not the guy standing up here usually, but um, we trust God nonetheless for the message He brings. Um, I'm personally very excited for the message He brings. I'm excited to give it to you in the next 20 minutes. It's going to be exciting, and I just want to say that um, there there might be. I like making a joke here and there because um, I. I I find that it makes me less stressed and um, I speak easier, but, but there's a powerful message in here tonight. And, um, it just got, um, sort of, I think the big English word is corroborated. Uh, it's not um, in that when Carl spoke prior to worship, uh, he basically summed up my sermon very quickly. So if you don't stand by and you need to leave now, it's cool. Okay. Um, we get that, but there's definitely something that the Holy Spirit wants to bring into our hearts here tonight. And I, and I truly believe that this is it. Um, before we start and, and before I pray for, for myself, um, I just want to quickly do an exercise with us. Lots of stuff has been happening here. First year, our first Sunday back in the year. So we're going to do a quick exercise, which I call clear the space. And it works like this. Quickly think of everything that's going around in your head. Work. Maybe you're only starting tomorrow. Good luck. Um, if you started in the week and it already feels hard, that type of thing. Maybe what you're doing next weekend. Maybe, maybe various thing. Maybe that's in there. Okay, you've got all of that stuff that you're thinking about. Great. I want you to take that and just park it for the next 20 minutes. Is that okay? Can I ask that? Great. And then after that, we can do that again. And we can give that his high five and all of those lucky things. Excellent. Let's quickly pray, guys. Father, thank you so much for the freedom that you bring through your word. Lord, it is a freedom that allows us to move, Lord. It allows us to dream. It allows us to hope, Lord. And tonight, Father, in this message, I just I just feel you bringing freedom that this message can be delivered and it will be like seed, Father, where it lands in every heart and that every heart will do with it something different, but it will be good for every heart here tonight, every person, Lord. Father, I pray that you give strength to my words, Lord, that you guide me so that I may bring your message and no other message, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. And everyone says, Amen. Great. Great, guys. My sermon tonight is titled Purpose in 2018. And um, here's my promise for you, for you tonight. My goal is to come and to give you something that can be your spiritual spinach. Um, if you think of Popeye, right? Like Popeye spinach, um, you will, you'll see on that next slide there, I've got a nice bowl of Bierki Pup. I don't know if you had Bierki Pup when you were small. Okay. It's a way that uh, if it, it, your mother does this to make the oats look nice. Um, otherwise you don't eat it. Okay. So I ate the bear and left the oats. But, um, my goal tonight is to give you something in that line. Something that's going to be your breakfast every morning. Okay. It's, it's a spiritual thing, obviously, but 
if breakfast is the most important meal of the day, then let's just agree that if we can start our day every day with this, then it's going to be well with us in 2018. All right. But first, before we get there, um, if we can just go to the next slide, I just want to test something with you. And normally when a, when a preacher says that, you know, there's a catch. So yes, there's a catch, but play along, please. Okay. There's a painting. Um, and let's say I want to buy you this painting for your birthday or something. Uh, just quickly by a show of hands, who of you here would say, that's a nice painting. I want to put that thing in my house. Good. Don't judgment. Anyone? One? Cool. Okay, someone, someone with a taste for the fine arts. That's excellent. Great. So not too many of you think it's very pretty. Um, I'm going to test something else with you. Um, okay, so how much would you pay for it if you had to buy it for yourself? Now, I know some of you are already thinking, some of the men here, how big is it? If it's big, I'll pay more. Okay, it's that big. All right. Okay, uh, who will pay... More than a hundred rand. Two, three people, four. Just quickly, hands up. More than a hundred. Come on, guys. Like okay, more than five hundred. Uh, I've got another two. Okay, more than a thousand. Okay, so five hundred to a thousand. Francois is malreik. All the geld blows up die ding. Okay, now, here comes the catch, right? So, what if I told you, and this is the truth, this is a very, very famous, supposedly, painting by Pablo Picasso. Yeah. And um, if you think about it now, what would you pay for it? What would you pay to have a Picasso in your house? You, you, can, you can have it in the storeroom. You don't get me wrong. You don't have to put it up if it's ugly. What would you pay to have it? You see, uh, this painting, by some miracle, sold for 550 million rand last year. That's more than Ham's salary and mine. That's, that's a lot of money. 550 million rand. But you see, it's the name at the bottom of the painting that gives the value to the painting. Okay, now I'm going to do... A quick exercise with you, and the exercise here is just to see who gets the glory for the painting. In this case, who gets the glory for the painting? Do we know who that supposed lady is? No. Do we know who bought it? No. Do we know Picasso painted the painting? Yes. Okay, so Picasso gets the glory in this case because his name is there. Now, I want you to quickly think of 2017. Think back on 2017. You recently did this on holiday, most likely reflected on the year. And I want you to think of all of the key moments as paintings. Okay. Maybe something's happening in that painting. Maybe it was the birth of a new child. Um, maybe it was someone's birthday. Maybe it's a promotion at work, something good. Maybe there's some difficult stuff. I mean, paintings aren't always pretty, as we just saw now. So, so maybe it was a difficult scene. Maybe it's a difficulty that you went through. Think of all the paintings in 2017 in your life. Now I want you to think quickly whose name is at the bottom of the painting. This is not a conviction thing. I'm not trying to say it must be Jesus. I'm asking you if you had to give glory for that moment or that situation to someone whose name would be at the bottom of those paintings every time. Maybe it's yours. Maybe it's your wife's. Maybe it's someone that did something to you, for you. 
Now here's the next question. How long will each of those paintings be remembered for in your life? Quick test. Can you remember any of the paintings of 2015? How about 2000? This painting is remembered hundreds of years later. Will be, in fact. Let's rather put it that way. It's not yet a hundred. There's something in a name. There's something in that painting. I'm going to use this analogy, so just stick with me tonight. I want to tell you this, that there's a promise from God for our lives. We're going to dive into it just now. That He can turn your 2018 paintings. You look back at the end of 2018. He, he can put His name there. You can put Jesus' name there and say, Jesus gets the glory for that moment, regardless of what the painting's going to look like, if it's pretty or not. You're going to know the glory goes to Jesus. And because it's Jesus' name that's on that painting, depicting something of my life, it will have value. It will have a purpose. And it will last. It will last for much longer than our lives. Okay, so, back out. Here it is, guys. The Breakfast of Champions for 2018. Let's see it. Yes, it's pie. It's gonna be pie. I know it's not spelled right, but the acronym doesn't work if I put the E at the end. So, um, the, the pie is just there to leave you with an image. It's gonna help you through this year. So every morning when you wake up, I want you to think, breakfast, pie. Good. If you're banding, it's a, it's a sugar-free pie. So it can be any type of pie. Okay. And it's an acronym, the P and the I, and we're going to, we're going to sell it to you now. But let's dive right in then. First up, let's read the scripture in Ephesians 2 verse 10. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Nice, short and sweet, not too complicated. What this is, is this is a promise. This is a promise from God. And when we read it initially, we don't see it like that. Because it doesn't start with, God promises that. Or in the Old Testament, I will X, Y, and Z. No, it just says, for we are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. You see, the, the reality and the truth here that sets us free, the truth that gives inspiration to our 2018, is that we are created by God and He has a purposeful life for every one of us. He already knows the set of paintings He wants us to go through at the end of 2018, 2019, every year thereafter. He already knows. He was extremely particular and specific in developing all of that. In planning it. In fact, it says here that, if you look at the sequence, we are His workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works. The works were created in God's glory, in His kingdom. The works were part of God's plan before He created us. And then He asked, and you can imagine this now in heaven, God looking with the angels with Jesus saying, 
who's going to be the best guy for this work? I mean, how should we build him? You know, what should his shoulders look like? What type of skills must we give him? Which talents? You know, what must his shortcomings be? What's it going to be like? And bam, and they build stretch. God says, this set of works, perfect works, good works that I have prepared beforehand in my kingdom, he's going to be the only guy that can do it. Carla's going to be the only one. Marius and Maria, who's hiding away from me there? <laughs> so the point is, every single one of us has, pre- has, a, has a good work prepared for us that we can walk in. This is the promise from God. So, halfway through the sermon already, guys, please stick with me. The P in Pi stands for promise, as you might have seen already. And here's the promise. God has a purposeful life prepared for you. Life. Every single moment, from the day that you were born to the day that you die, everything is purposeful, was thought through, and He's got it prepared for you. Now, I'm not going to dive in too deep into this. Um, Please don't get me wrong. This is not a this is not a prosperity call. I'm not saying come to Jesus is going to make you rich. What I'm saying is there will be purpose in the paintings, whether the picture is beautiful or whether the picture challenges us. And if you look back on 2017, I don't think there's a single person in here who can say I didn't have one difficult picture in 2017. If that's you, Hallelujah! May the name at the bottom of those pictures be Jesus. So we know that with a promise, there's usually first an invitation or or a sort of a condition to be met. I'm going to call it invitation because then it's the I for pi. Okay, so bear with me. But there's a there's a precondition. So we say, right, uh, Estelle, when you agree to marry me, when that happens, then I promise to be your husband, be with you through sickness and health, and all of that and so forth. So. In that case, then, what, what is the invitation here? What, what is the invitation that we have in this case? Well, if we read just two verses earlier, and we read from Ephesians 2, verse 8 to 9, it says this, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not of your own doing, it is the gift of God, not as a result of works, so that no one may boast. So the question then is, well, okay, if 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 that's the if that's the invitation, if I if I have to be saved in order to start walking this life with God, uh, how do how do I qualify? How do I qualify for the promise? What do I do to be part of these people? Now, the first thing that's most important here is just to realize, and as the scripture also says, that we are saved by grace. Me, you, no one else that we know or love or care for can be saved because someone on this earth is trying really hard. We are saved by the blood of Jesus Christ and it's the grace of God. But there is something we can do to accept the invitation. Let's look at this next verse from Romans 10 verse 9. It says, We are saved, oh sorry, it says because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. When we call on Jesus as our Lord and we believe in our hearts that he is risen, 
then we are saved. That's how we accept the invitation. There's a promise for a life filled with purpose. There's an invitation to come to Jesus as our Lord. And it's important to understand this word Lord here. I just quickly want to touch on it. What does Lordship mean? And, and many times we even sing it. We sing, God, you are the Lord of the heavens. What Lordship means is that the one who is Lord has control and owns and makes the decisions on everything. Uh, to give you a practical example, in South Africa, when you go to our highest court, um, this first the Court of Appeal, and then it's a constitutional court, the people that sit there, when uh, in court, they tend to refer to them as my Lord. Okay, and it's and it's just a it's a manner of practice to show that there's respect that at the end of the day, what their judgment is, that's the final judgment. That's how it stands. Okay, so it's a practical way in which we as humans use it. Um, shall I say nowadays? It's it's not a very common term in in English or, or in Afrikaans here or heerschappij, even. But what it practically means to you and me is that we give our life to Jesus, and what that means is we give the ins and the outs and the practical things of our lives to Jesus. So, Jesus, if you want me to move to Secunda, I will move to Secunda. I don't like it. I've heard the jokes. People, they are dumb. You know? And then you move to Secunda and you walk in God's will and maybe you walk in here and maybe someone greets you and you've made a friend for life. Maybe. I don't know. The point is, you look back at that year, you look back at that moment, and you see Jesus' name at the bottom of that situation, and you know, God, I don't have to understand what's going on there. I don't understand why it's worth 550 million rand. All I know is your name is on there, and if your name is on that part of my life, I trust you. It has purpose, it has value, it will last. That's what lordship means. So in every practical thing, we give it back. You want to test if an area of your life is under the lordship of Jesus? Just quickly check for your joy. When something has to change in that area, are you glad because God is changing it? Or are you upset because you cannot control it? Just quickly check your heart. Okay. Don't get me wrong. You don't have to be in a space where absolutely 100% of all of your life is completely correctly submitted to Jesus in order to be saved. That's not what I'm saying. We grow in this for the rest of our lives till the day that we die. We're not yet in heaven. But there is a conscious decision to be made to accept the invitation and say, Jesus, I accept you as my Lord. So the invitation then is this. God invites us to a new life with Jesus as our Lord. That's the invitation. We accept it. We get the promise. There's purpose. Choice lies with us. Choice is in 2018 with you and me. So, here's the idea I want to leave you with, guys. Like breakfast, you need to have your pie every day. Okay? It comes every day. It comes in multiple moments throughout the day. There are moments when my wife and I speak and maybe it's an argument. And in that moment, I just think I'm going to say something to her. And, and the Holy Spirit says, no, that's not loving. And right there, I have to make the choice to accept the invitation and know that what will follow will be purposeful. Or not accept the invitation and follow myself and let the cards fall where they may. That's a simple example, but it gets a lot trickier. 
Eerst omhoog en dan Erika, we love them. They've made some huge decisions in the last year. You want to know what it is to give up to the Lordship of Jesus? Go and speak to them. Go and ask them for their testimony. There are many people in here. When you get to small group on Wednesday, ask someone, what's the most difficult thing you had to do to follow Jesus? And you will hear it. But it comes every day. And in 2018, the invitation stands every morning when we wake up. Every moment that we go into. You see, when Jesus is Lord over everything in our lives, everything in our lives has purpose. And as I mentioned earlier, I'm not going to go into too much depth, but when, when that's in place, when that foundation is there, we can deal with hardship. We can, we can deal with good times. Good times do not suddenly then corrupt our hearts, but we stay in character during good times. And when things change beyond what we imagine, we can walk because we know there's a purpose. Let's get back to the paintings to close off. I want you to quickly think, imagine you're at the end of 2018. You've got all of your plans now. There are things coming up that you know about. Maybe it's something as exciting as a wedding. There are things coming up that you don't know about. We can't even start to speculate. But you're at the end of 2018. Maybe you're sitting at a bright place for somewhere. And for a moment, there's a moment of quiet, and you're thinking back, and you're thinking of the paintings, thinking, what was that thing that happened in February? What was that thing that happened in May? Now, here's the question. Do you want to get there and know that the name at the bottom of the painting is the name of Jesus? Or do you want to get there and know, no, it was actually me. I don't actually know if that's going to last. You see, the question is not meant to in any way make you feel guilty. No, not at all. It's just an important question to ask because it makes it easier to accept the invitation tomorrow morning. From there we can take it. Let's quickly stand, guys. I want to pray for us. Let's close our eyes. Father, thank you so much, Lord, that you are so deliberate and you are so specific in your planning, Lord. Thank you, Father, that you take purpose and value and eternity so seriously, Lord, for your glory, that you sent your Son to die for us, and that you rose him again, Lord, from the dead. We believe that today, Father. Father, we thank you that you have so much grace and so much patience with us, Lord. Just looking back at my own life, Father, I know that there are days, even weeks that pass, where I do not accept the invitation, Lord. It's just so much easier to go on with my own thinking, my own planning, my own control. Lord, but I know that I can be stronger. I don't have to be perfect tomorrow, but I can be stronger tomorrow than I was today. So help us, Lord. Help us to accept the invitation tomorrow morning. The invitation to call you, Lord. Submit our lives to you, Lord. 
and then go out knowing that your promise is fulfilled, that our life has purpose. Every event, it has purpose.